This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Okay. So we're holding here in Pasha's Matos, and uh, the first one is Laman al-Khabzayim, where they were instructed after they went to war on the Nekam of Midian, it says, you need to split what you took between the people that go out to war to the people, to everyone else. So the Sforna gives a reason why. The in a certain sense, I guess, like, why is it fair or what's the Indian? Um, so you find by David also that he split everything between the Taifsi Kalim and the Yitzhak Muhammad. So the Yitzhak Kalim and the Yitzhak Muhammad. So he's, so he's a, as far as the following explanation that the reason is. Between, because the purpose of eating the shalal oyev was not a reward for the fighting. Every reward for the fighting, so it's really not fair that the people sitting behind should get as much of people fighting, actually. But he said it was something else. It was a who had promised them that they would have nekama. Nekama means I take back that which the enemy has done to me. So it's not, and the come is more than a, a defense, it's a victory of sorts. Taking the person's, taking the person's shalal is a sort of victory, and that is why it needed to be across the board, because Midian had put down Kali's shalal, you know, in a very essential way. It, 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 Midian had tried hard to destroy Kali's from within, so anyone who was a part of Kali's shalal needed to have that taste in a comma. There's, Rav Hutner has a fascinating um, uh, piece on Purim about, by David, it says, it was a Muhammad Amalek over there when he said that they should give half to the people that re- remain and half to the people there. His point is, he, he goes with a, a Mahalach that retaining, in Ruchnius, retaining what you've attained and going f- further are equal in value. So that's why the people who stayed behind, the way he describes it, were guarding that which was. So imagine, let's say, let's give an example. Imagine a person is in war, and he's not a great general, he's, he's very, very impulsive. So he goes out and conquers a huge piece of land, but he comes back home, he has no home left because someone conquered his home. So, so he really didn't accomplish much. So, so in the big picture, the way he describes it is, it's the um, the going ahead and the re- and and consolidating what you have, and 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 the importance of consolidating what you have. Okay, the next one is Rabbeinu uh, Bechaya. This is one of his psukim. It says, "Atoros v'divon v'yaza v'nimra v'chesmel olei u'svam v'nevo v'om." Uh, ten names of cities. Um, the, the Gemara, when the Gemara wants to use a marshal f- 
for how important Shaimajara Targum is, the Gemara says that even Atoros Vidivon need to have the Targum, which, which is, despite the fact that it's almost meaningless, it's just names of places, and a whole pasuk of ten different names of places um, is, is still the... the um, it, 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 it's, it's telling you something, or it's nine, nine names of places, and there's something significant about it. What is significant? So Rechai explains. So first of all, Rechai explains it. And then he says, I want you to understand that all of these places also have a nister component. He says, the nine names over here are refer to something real in this world, but really are alluding to something much deeper to it. Um, so first he gives us the general structure of the number nine. The Tim Tzopasik says, Tisha Shemos, Kenege Tisha Vayoyim HaShabavreshes. These are Kenege the nine Vayoyim HaShabavreshes. Ki Asiri Eilu Lahaske, Ki Hu Ayin. So, so the Rechaya explains over here, Chazal say Basar Mamar's Niva Olam, and if you look at it, there are only nine places where it says Vayomer. So Chazal say Breshis Nami Maimer Hu, but it doesn't say Vayomer, which means um, there are ten Madregas, popularly known as ten spheres, nine of which are essential building blocks of the world because they go into the Mamorim of Bracious. And there's one that is sort of a bridge between the infinite and our finite world. So a bridge means, um, a bridge is I see the end that sticks into my backyard. I don't see the piece that extends over the river. So the bridge sphere of me is there's a sphere which I see the end result of it, but totally cannot fathom where it's coming from. And so if we to, if we to divide up Akarish who's and Hagas with us, so there are nine Madragas, there are ten Madragas. Each one I can I understand where it comes from and where it's going to, because it's all part of my world except that the very root of it, the tenth one, comes from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and I have no idea what went into that. All I know is I see it as it feeds into my world and, and continues to bring those fears with it. That's the significance of nine and ten. So he says, It, is, it, isn't, it doesn't exist. Ayin doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but it's hidden. Um, I guess... Uh, it says in the Pasuk, from where does Chachma come from? Chachma comes from nowhere. Nowhere in the sense meaning a place that is unfathomable to me. So, sort of, tenth sphere is something which comes, its beginnings are totally nelam for me, and it's the, it, it, it's the, it, it's from its appearance onwards that things begin to make sense. And that's why they had to say Bracious Nami Maimahu. 
Um, because, because Bracious, the Akarishpahu said Bracious, but we didn't hear him talking. We start with him. Uh, it's just like if I can give you uh, uh, just like an example, I guess. Um, a person is very, very close to his parents and knows everything about them, you know, as much as he can know, and so on and so forth. But it starts from the moment of birth. Uh, it, it, no one ever was there at his parents' birth. So he, you, you know your parents from a certain point onwards, and the rest of it was. It's, it's hidden. Same thing with gracious. The world starts with the mime of gracious, but it came from someplace else. Says there's also another thing. Um, all these meters of nine are divided into three, three, and three. Let's just give a little bit of a of understanding about it. Um, he's touching lightly on Kabbalah stuff. The meters of Akharish Baruch for the spheres that we're familiar with, most of which, if you don't know far as you say it by spheres I'm with great Kavana. Um, the spheres are nine plus a tenth sphere, which takes it to the beyond. Those nine are divided in two ways. There are three sets of three. Each set is a meter of a chesed type meter, where a Kaddish Baruch Hu is giving, and there's a meter of a gevura type meter where a Kaddish Baruch Hu is restraining, withholding, and then there's a middle meter which is balancing how much. I guess if you were like a hot water, if you have a faucet that's hot water and cold water, and somebody regulating how much of each is necessary now. So every set of midas comes in a threesome. Um, it comes with the midah of Akash Baruch Hu of giving in different levels. It comes the midah of withholding and restraining, and the midah of regulation, which is a middle midah. That's one. Those midas are at three levels. One level is a level in the world of machshava, uh, uh, so to speak, Hakadosh Baruch Hu's chachma. By a human being, the first level of activity lies in the world of of, of thought and, and planning. The second level would be the thing that I'm coming up with, the thing that I'm actually um, producing. And the third level is how to implement it. So one is um, the root, the second one is the media itself, and the third one is the way we should implement it. So for instance, let's give an example. Let's say um, I decide to be giving to a certain person. I debate how should I, how should I act with this person, and I say it's time to be Makar the person, time to be giving to him. Then I say, okay, the next meet is I allocate a sum of money, let's say. I'm going to give him $1,000. Then I have to figure out how to give it to him. Um, I may decide to give it as a gift outright. I may decide to give him an easy job to work in something. I may decide to give it as a long-standing loan. Different ways in which I can produce it. So those are basically the meters of the that we're familiar with, and so on, that we say for Soma. They... Um, they come across as three more, that's Chabad, Chacham Bin and Deya, um, and, uh, and different variations, those middles are <coughs> seen as being um, middles that are connected with a beyond, 
and they work in three levels of three. That's what he that's why he says Merumis when it says say that Tkiyas Sholosh or Sholosh Sholosh. The Tkiyas are three Tkiyas of three apiece. So in Midoraisa, it's supposed to be a Tkiya, a Shvarim, and a Tkiya, and three of them. When it says that they should say Shnei Mikav Targum, it's the same thing. You'd read it three times. It's born in Boise of Sholosh Milos, of Ibn Yanach of Sholosh Sholosh. So he says, Even a Pasuk that sort of seems to just be telling the names of the cities. Maybe what's a circle called Kapfels, you know, it's kind of just, okay, you know, it's uh, really, really um, insignificant. You will find that there's a lot of big things. It is all one Kesh and one Binyan. Um, it all comes to one common source, not Let's let's um, describe this. Let, let, let's talk about this because this is important. Um, when we look at the Torah, and so we hear pshat, that's nice. We hear drush, that's cute. We hear um, all sorts of deeper points. Then you get gematrius and you get all sorts of Kabbalah stuff, which to us sounds, I don't want to say the word contrived, but sometimes it sounds very contrived. Um, but even if we figure, no, it's right, but it's really to us another thing that has been put into it. Let's give an example. Imagine somebody starts off with a suit, and then the suit's finished, the guy takes it, he weaves in gold threads because he likes it that way. He um, puts in uh, a camera to take selfies, uh, you know, and, and so on. Those are all things that the person added to it, and now I have a, a jacket that has in it the following things. So, so our feeling is like the Sefer Torah has in itself the events that happened, and then Akharish Baruch will put into it all sorts of Kabbalah stuff and this stuff and that stuff. That's kind of how we how we um, think of it. And that it seems to us cumbersome. And not, uh, you know, kind of, uh, it, it, even if it's MS, but it's still kind of cumbersome. A really good martial tip would be, um, let's say you're studying another person, you're a psychologist, or, or just a, a person who, who, has, who understands people. And you look at the person, you look at his walk, how he walks. You look at his handwriting. You look at the choice of words he has, the interaction of different situations, and on all of them, you can write and understand it as a result of what his personality is. And some will say, well, come off it. You know, I mean, you write like a whole set of terror, like uh, about this, this, and that. You really think that he sits and thinks about how to write the letter, and it's that. This is the exact opposite. Any activity that comes naturally from a person bears a stamp of that person. 
um, you, 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 some people are talkative. Some people are extremely secretive. You know, very, very incommunicative. Those type of people, whatever they say, you do well to think about what was he trying to say with that? What was he trying to get me to do? Because that's his personality. And a person's personality, is, so a person who's haughty is going to walk in a way that his presence pushes itself to the forefront. He's going to sign with a great big flourish. He, he's going to say things. He's going to talk about himself in a, in, a, in a context of a speech. There'll be a lot of stories about himself and so on and so forth. Those are all, those are all um, different things that are the result of the, um, uh, the one who's doing it. So, Akash Baruch wrote the Torah, and Akash Baruch has a mahalach. It, it will reflect itself on every level. Because Akash Baruch who encompasses everything, the, the, the truth, the emiss of, of Torah, Akash Baruch will reflect itself in every possible angle. So the names of cities that are chosen to mark, you know, there's so much that Torah is missing. In, in a few thousand years of history, we have a few chapters. So everything that Torah writes and the choice of words and the cities that are picked, that they could have just said they conquered a bunch of cities. When the Torah, so if the Torah is bringing these names down, the Torah says the cities they conquered were not just kind of a mikra. Each city had been built and the person giving the name, the Gemara says, The names people choose reflect some intuitive impulse of the neshama, and that's why it's appropriate to learn it. Um, which is which means keser, it's the crown. Divon The word divon is to flow. That's next meter, but something flows from that castle. The Yeshua remembers the Shimish time Shemos, the Divon Ksiv. The Yazir is Ho, Chekeg Siv, Azreda Keshena, Varkoid Shmecha, Oksiv Hadak Hoidaidecha, Ushuk Smoil, Kachitzach, Odom, Ezemimeno. So basically, he's saying if you go through the various names, you're going to find the Muslim. And this, by the way, was, I don't say the word justification, but, but the way to understand a lot of the Siddish Torah. And some, some yes, some not. It's, you know, they, they all seem to us kind of, for Litvak, they seem to kind of be quite off base, like all sorts of things, uh, you know, uh, saying, you know, it can match with a Muslim. And sometimes it's really just a cute way to present an idea. But, but, but there's also a certain chinuch that in a, in a Dvar Hashem, there's nothing devoid of HaKadosh Baruch Hu's, uh, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's, it's also, I, I want to add something. When we look, when we, when we look at science and bi- biology and physics and all these things, um, there's something there very, very um, significant about the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu set up the structure. I, I want to I point out something. And again, I don't know, you know, it's we don't know enough of science and enough of Torah to be able to say these things, in, in, but but take a look that in the Torah light is the first bria in the world, and in science the great constant is light, and and it's against light 
that motion is movement is measured. It's almost as if that's the building block of the world a certain way. And is a coincidence? You know, it, 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 I, I think many of the the way in which people's bodies work, and there's a mechanical justification for much of it, but there's also um, a deeper insight, the fact that we have ten fingers, the fact that we have five on the right hand, five on the left hand, the fact that hands act in a certain way in concert with each other, and feet act a certain way, and it's different, and so on. All these things are reflections, because a person, a person imprints his personality in everything he does. And a Baruch who is almighty and all-encompassing certainly does. Okay, one more small piece, and we finish Matos. So he told them um, the the, uh, he, um, the he told them that it's something which is uh, if you go there then we'll conquer the land and, and they can go back and so on. The another says Lifni Hashem Kishom Ha'aro. The Lifni Hashem means that since the Aron goes out to do battle, that's so, Lifne um, Hashem was always referring to the Oren is, is where we have a sense of the things. When, when something disintegrates, falls apart, you can say the thing is off-radded, or you could say it's, it's, it's because of my might that it fell. Being that the orange goes in front of the client's home when they do war, so the victory in the war is that things collapse the lifting Okay, we'll hold it in. I think